This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. This is a unique, life-changing, eight-part broadcast entitled, You Are the Apple of God's Eye, that will make abundantly clear to the More Than Conquerors radio listener that there are powerful benefits in being part of the kingdom of God and being saved under the kingship of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are highly favored above all other creation, simply because the Creator loves us so much. But Pastor cautions that the level of favor in our lives will rise only to the level of our expectations. Our expectation must be based on our faith in and our obedience to what His Word says. Most importantly is the protection of that favor through a life of excellence, integrity, and the development of good character and a trustworthy spirit, evidenced by honesty, right living, and faithfulness to God's Word. Here's today's lesson on what God might expect from you, the apple of His eye. It's amazing to me, you know how many people probably don't know much about divine favor and the fact that the divine favor of the Lord is upon your life and it is the very thing that's going to help you through the course of your life. And I can boldly say that from when I started way back three, three years ago, whatever it was, in pursuit of the Lord and pursuit of the things that I believed God wanted for me to do, um, I, I believed, you know, every step of the way, it was the favor of God that met me at that doorway or at that intersection or at that place. I would not have been able to accomplish what I've accomplished without a full understanding, confidence, and trust in the favor of God upon my life. I'm here to declare to you today that the favor of God is on you just like the favor of God is on me. Amen. The favor of God is contained within the promises of the Bible and the, uh, the covenant that we have with God. A very uh, a part of that is the favor that God has already extended and promises to His people to go before you in all matters. Um, you're going to be able to, and I believe this with all my heart, that because of the favor of God on our lives, we're going to be able to accomplish things that otherwise we would not be able to accomplish. We're going to be able to break into ground that we otherwise would not be able to break into. We're going to see doors and opportunities open up for us that otherwise would have never opened up or might not open up for somebody else because the favor of God is upon our lives. But you see, you have to know this. You have to understand it. You have to believe it. You have to have faith for it. You have to live and stand in confidence that you have the favor of God that goes before you and is with you. So I like to say this, that when you're, when you're looking to your future and your endeavors in life, and, and I hope and I trust that you all have some endeavors, you have some vision, you want to accomplish something in your life, you know, you don't want to be poor anymore, maybe you want to buy that house, maybe you want to drive a better car, maybe you want to, you know, get a better job, or you need some sort of promotion in your life. Well, I would hope that you would understand that you don't just do those things in and of yourself. There is something else that's working. You do your part, but there's something that works simultaneously with what you do. It's called God's favor factor over your life. 
God will make things available and make things happen in your life that you otherwise would never be able to get to happen or make, or make a reality because of the favor of God that goes before you. So he wants to promote and advance. That's part of God's favor factor, to help, to increase. These are all the words that are synonymous with this word favor that we find in the Bible and that we'll review and look at today. I know that too many of you are out there doing this on your own. You're not factoring in the favor of God in every situation. That's what holds you back from from trying to maybe progress and do better for yourself and, you know, everything that I've done, I've always gone back to the favor of God and I know your favor is upon my life and I know that you'll make a way, you'll move on their hearts. I believe that. I believe that. And also, can I say this on on the flip side? God's favor has also shut some doors and prevented me from going in some directions that would have proven, I found out later, would have proven to be a disaster had I walked through those doors. God's favor upon you will sometimes redirect your steps. Now, let me, let me tell you, uh, you know, you remember when the children of Israel came, I love this verse, you've, you've been around here, you know I preach it all the time because it impacted me so much. When they came out of Egypt, there was a shortcut. And the Bible specifically says that God took them the long way around because had they gone the shortcut, they would have come up against the battle that they would have not been strong enough to endure and they would have turned around, they would have hit opposition that they weren't ready or tried and, 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 and practiced for and they would have turned around and went back right into Egypt. So God took them, God shut that door and took them the long way. Just because you're going the long way around doesn't mean you ain't going to end up there, honey. Just because you're going the long way around doesn't mean you ain't going to get there. Christians are always looking for shortcuts. Give me the shortcut. And if, ain't, if there ain't a shortcut, I don't want any cut. And we, we abandon our dreams and our, 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 our journey on this awesome, uh, this awesome pathway that God is taking us if we just trust the favor of God. Trust the favor. Is anybody getting out of this when I just preach it to myself? I don't, I don't know if you're getting something or... All right. Trust the favor of God. So bless the Lord all my soul. And forget not all his benefits. One of those benefits is the favor. Who forgives all our iniquities. Who heals all of your diseases. Excuse me. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. That's all part of the benefits. And it all speaks to favor. The favor of God in your life. Can I get a better amen than that? All right. So one of the very first things we have to learn is raise our expectation. That means to have faith for favor. Simply have faith for favor, right? Um, um, Ask for favor, receive it, and then walk with it. Thank you, God, for favor in this situation because the favor of God is upon my life. Everybody with me? All right. So so the second point we want to talk about today is, and we sort of hit on it, but we'll, we'll talk about it a little more. You have to believe it's for you. Because often what happens with the things of God, we believe these things. I mean, if I went around the room and said, you believe, you believe healing? You believe in healing? Say, oh, yeah, I believe in healing. Go around and say, you believe in prosperity? Yeah, I believe in prosperity. You believe in forgiveness? Yeah, I believe in forgiveness. But the question is not so much if you believe it, but do you believe it's for you? If I went around the room and said, you believe in the favor of God? You say, yeah, I believe it. But the question still remains, do you believe that the favor of God is for you? This is where your insecurity and your, your, maybe your inferiority complex, you, you don't feel, you know, like I said before, you don't feel righteous enough or holy enough or you screwed up. We all screw up. Everybody screws up. That's why you have the blood of Jesus that comes 
to clean you, get you back up on your feet. But if this favor is going to work in your life, then you have to believe it. You have to believe it's for you. So when you go, you go you know, trying to advance your life or whatever it is you're trying to do, before you walk into any meeting, before you walk into any sales meeting, before you go talk to your boss, before you go looking for that job, looking for that house that you may be looking for, you've got to factor in the, factor fa- the, the favor factor. Factor favor. Favor factor. Before you even embark, before you even set, your, set, set out on your journey. You've got to factor in the favor of God. So you, you pray accordingly. You, you say, this favor is on my life. This favor is for me. This favor, God goes, this favor of God goes before me in this matter. God, I thank you that you'll move upon the hearts of the people. You have to believe it's for you. If you walk out and say, yeah, I believe in favor of God, but you don't believe it's for you, then it's never going to work for you. Does that make sense? So, so number one, we have to raise our expectation. Number two, we have to believe that it's for, for us. You remember, you remember the story, and I love this one, one uh, sentence here, but Jesus came upon some blind men, and they said, Lord, heal us. And he said, do you believe that I'm able to do this? And they said, yes, we do believe that you're able to do this. And he said, that he said these words, and these words are powerful. And it, it, it's appropriate for what we're talking about. He said, you ready? According to your faith, be it unto you. It's the same way with the favor factor. According to your faith, because I'm learning and I'm finding that this favor factor is like a muscle. You've got to work it. It goes back to the expectation idea. If, if there's no expectation, if you're not working it, if you're not working towards something, if you don't have a destination, if you don't have a desire, if you don't see a destiny before you, the favor will never work in your life because there's nothing to put favor on. So according to your faith, be it unto you, you have got to understand that this favor is for you. You've got to understand that God's favor is it's not from just me or the person sitting next to you. It's for you. So according to your faith, be it unto you. All right. So we talked about you have to raise your expectation, believe it's for you. And this kind of just follows suit with it. And that is that you have to confess favor over your life. You've got to begin to speak favor over your life. Because we know, those of us that have been here for some time, you've been under the teachings of this house. We know that life and death are in the power of the tongue and those who love it are going to eat its fruit. We know that our mouths and our words have creative power and have the power to create things. And you can short circuit the blessings of God in your life by speaking things that are contrary to the word of God. You can undo favor by speaking in a way, uh, by constantly saying, you know, things that are contrary to the favor of God in your life or or contrary to the workings of favor in your life. You've got to get in line and in step with what God has said and begin to confess the word of favor over your life. That's going to build more faith in your heart for it. It's going to create more favor in your life. Is everybody with me hearing what I'm saying? You see? Um, so let me give you a couple of confessions. Uh, based, this one is based on Psalm 512. It says, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him as with a shield. So, first confession is that God's favor protects me. And there are many, but I just isolated a couple here. Uh, so Psalm 512 says that your favor will surround me as a shield. So, God's favor will protect you from the enemy, from the onslaught of the, the devil, from the accusations of people. See, people, you know, my whole career, my whole ministry career at different times and seasons and situations have come against me. 
Uh, they call me every name in the book, and they've, they've pinned things on me that aren't true about the kind of minister I am, the man of God. Uh, uh, someone recently came to the church, and they said, you know, our Pastor Ray, I just got to talk to you. Um, you know, I really love the church, and I feel really happy here, but, but I spoke to, and they mentioned a name, and I knew this name from years past. And they said, they told me, oh, you don't want to go to that church, because if you join that church, they'll never let you out of there. <laughs> never let you out of here. Are you crazy? It's like, what are they talking about? Oh, no, they're going to put you in bondage, man. Never going to let you out of here. You don't want to go to that church. People have pinned all kinds of things on me and tried to, you know, tried to, to, to bring me down. But, but you see, the favor of God on my life keeps bumping me higher, bringing me to a higher place. See, people are going to do things assaults, all kinds of things are going to come against you. But because the favor, because you're confessing favor over your life, all of these things are just deflected off and away from you. You're going to go in a totally different direction. What people say, you see, you know, you know, you know how, you can bring, uh, how you can bring a disaster to your life? You start meditating on and talking about what people say about you or the negative things that are hurled at you. You start focusing in on those things and start talking about those things that are ungodly and untrue and so on and so forth. And I'm going to tell you what, you're, you, you will undo the favor factor in your life. That's why you've got to confess favor. You speak it over your life, no matter how you're feeling, no matter how it looks, you speak favor. You say, God's favor will protect me. So, so all of those fiery darts that people threw at me and still throw at me, they just are deflected. I don't care. Bring it up. <laughs> Bring it up, baby. I got the favor of God on my I don't know where you're going. I got the favor of God on my life. I don't know where you're going, brother, sister. I am proven and tested and tried. And I'm telling you, my armor works. I don't know about yours, but mine works. Some of you didn't get that, but that's all right. Read Ephesians 6. All right. So, so you have to confess God's favor over your life. Here's one, Psalm 84, 11. Says for the Lord, God, uh, for the uh, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. Listen, no good thing will He withhold from those who walk uprightly. Favor, man, favors all. No good thing will God withhold from those who walk uprightly. See, it goes back again to that upright walk, walk of integrity. You can't be a scoundrel. Can't be a dirt bag. What? 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 We've got to talk common English here because that's what you understand, right? You want me to talk in some sort of old English? No, come on. You can't be a dirtbag in life and think that the favor of God's going to go before you. It says here that no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. That means with good character. Walk in line with God's word. Walking humbly. Respectfully. Submitted to God and submitted to one another and submitted, you know, all the areas of submission that we've talked, talked about in, in previous times to authority, right? It goes back to what I said before. You can't be a, you can't be a dirtbag at work and think that anyone's going to think highly of you and that somehow you're going to get that raise, you're going to get that increase. You know, walk in with a sour attitude, throw your stuff on the desk, throw the pencil around, splash the coffee all over the place because <laughs> you're frustrated or whatever it be, you know, and think that the boss is going to, going to, you know, going to give you a raise, might give you a pink slip or give you a walk to the front door, tell you never to come back. 
Is everybody with me? So no good thing we leave with home. For the, I say I have to make this practical because I, I think that one of the biggest problems is that if we're not careful, if we're not grounded in this stuff, we become so spiritual that we think that our spirituality overrides our character. And some people can become so spiritual that it even overrides the word of God. And they create and pick and do their own word. They pick in what they want. And they write their own Bible, so to speak. Oh, I don't know how I got on that, but I like it. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's the truth. It's the truth. All right. I've seen it. I've watched it in all these years. I've seen it. All right. So we're confessing. No good thing will he withhold uh, to him, to those who walk uprightly. So I can stand before God and say, Lord, that's my ability. I'm walking uprightly in the kingdom of God, in your word, with, with my brothers and sisters, with everyone that's in my life. I'm walking uprightly. And I'm doing the best that I can, God. And because of that, I know there's no good thing that you'll withhold from me. That's why, some, that's why I love talking about the heart. Because, see, the condition of your heart has all to do with the level of blessing that you will receive in your life. And in this case, what we're talking about today, the level of favor that will go forth and go before you and that's on you. I hope this is helping somebody. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. All right. So here is Psalm 3. I love Psalm 3, 1 through 4. Uh, my son, do not forget my law. You can write these down. We're not going to open to them. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For the length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Now listen to verse 4. Everybody listen. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. So th- this is my little, my little confession. I purpose to seek and live by God's wisdom. Therefore, I am favored by God and man. As long as I'm purposing to walk after God's wisdom, which is his word, right? And live by this wisdom, which is this word that this word provides. Therefore, according to this verse, I have favor and high esteem with God and with man. Not only with God, but with man too. Because you're living. See, that goes back to that whole idea that we can't just talk this stuff. We can't just say and be so proud of how much we know. Because that's not going to... You've got to live this stuff out in the world around those who do not know the Lord. You've got to live it every day. Even, you know, not even outside the church. We need to live it in, inside the church too. Because some of us are really good living it outside the church. We come in the church, we go into a different gear. I don't, I don't know what that's about. But out in, the, out in the world, we try to put on best behavior. We come to church, we screw it up. That's, another, that's a message for another time. But anyway... So, so one of the confessions that, I, that we need to make is I purpose to seek and to live by God's wisdom. Therefore, I am favored by God and by man. All right? Psalm 1, another favorite ver, uh, psalm uh, of mine, verses 1 through 3, said, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. So God's favor brings increase and promotion in my life. So write that down. And you can find some, you can find some. Let me give you another verse that goes with that thought. Psalm 75, 6 and 7 
says it this way. It says, for exaltation comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He puts down one, and he exalts another. One verse says, uh, I remember where it was. For exaltation doesn't come from the north, the south, the east, or the west, but promotion cometh from the Lord. Might be the King James Version, something like that. Promotion cometh from the Lord. Amen? So, so one of the things that I confess in my life is that God's favor, that's all the favor factor, brings favor and increase in promotion into my life. Can I get a better amen than that? I got a couple of other verses. We're just about out of time, but I wanted to give you um, one. Exodus 12, 31 to 36 says, Now the children of Israel had done according to the word of Moses, and they asked for the Egyptians articles of silver, articles of gold, and clothing. Listen to verse 36. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they granted them whatever they requested. Thus they plundered the Egyptians. In other words, here are these slaves that were disrespected. They had no authority. They had no they were not esteemed by the by the Egyptians. When God's favor came upon their life, they turned to the very ones who were beating them and forcing them to forced labor and said, Gee, can we I really like those pearls. Can I have a can I have those pearls? I really like that ring. Can I have that ring? The favor of God was on them so that they turned over the things that they requested. You know how that works in the world? How it, how it works today? You go to your boss. He's got some gold and silver that you need. Or at least he has the money that represents the gold and the silver that backs it up. And you go and you ask him for that raise. The favor of God upon your life is going to cause him to pour into your bosom and to give you the very things that you're asking for. Because the favor of God is upon your life. But don't let bad behavior, bad business practices, bad whatever, undo the very favor of God that God is, has on your life. So I take that verse and say, well, whatever I ask for, I'm going to get. I'm not going to ask anybody for their silver today or their gold, so don't worry about it. But God will move upon their hearts, upon your, your company, upon your boss, upon whoever it is. In business, you're going to go look for, if you own a business, you're going to go look for new business. And there may be a couple of people in the running. Because the favor of God is upon your life, you're going to get that business instead of somebody else. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to go with you because the favor of God is in you're confessing this stuff, believing this stuff, acting on this stuff. And I believe that with all of my heart. Amen. Now, I'm going to say it again. Don't walk out of here having learned this today. And then continue with bad attitude, bad business practice, bad character. You've got to be a person of your word. You've got to show up on time and leave on time. As a matter of fact, if you really want to impress somebody, use wisdom. Show up early and leave late. Because there's another verse we can get to, but where wisdom and favor work together. The more you operate in God's wisdom, which is really common sense, the more favor is going to be on your life. And the more people are going to see and appreciate you and look to increase you and to help you and to prosper you in your life. I don't know about you. I love this message and it's, it's been a part of my life. And I hope that it has spoken to you in some way today. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC radio ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.